This episode of the show is brought to you by Panorama Painting in Addison. For all your painting needs, call Panorama Painting today. Quality acrylic and non-union prices. Cash discounts available. Panorama Painting, putting a coat of paint on Addison for almost two years. Welcome back to the Life is Sacker podcast with your host, me, Baby Cicerelli, and this guy over here, Mancuso. Ciao, my friend. What's going on, man? So we haven't seen each other since Father's Day. Oh, yeah. Happy Father's Day. Thanks, man. Did you guys do anything? I mean, what the hell were we going to do with the corona, you know? We had a picnic at my house. We had the parents over. Yeah, we did the same thing. Everybody stayed pretty much outside, you know? Yeah, us too. Lucky was nice outside, so... Were you on the grill? Oh, yeah. Would you guys have a couple burgers? Burgers? No, no, no. T-bone. Oh, T-bone, huh? Look at you, high-end. Yeah, the wife bought a bunch of T-bone steaks. T-bone, I should have done that. Oh, but these were huge. i never seen steaks like this. Really? I was kind of uh, intimidated to cook them. How big could they be? How many ounces? Oh, I have no idea how many ounces, but they, they were huge. I mean, they were very big. Huh. Bigger and thick. They were like $42 a steak. $42 a steak? Yeah, buy one, get one free. Oh, so so they were $21 a steak. No, no, $42, buy one, get one free. Yeah, so do the math, dude. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. 21 each. So anyway, they were big steaks. That's what you're saying. Huge. I mean, like I said, I was intimidated to put them on the grill. Yeah, so how'd they come out? Perfect. They were perfect. Oh, that's good. That's good. Burnt on the outside, nice and pink in the inside. Perfect. Oh, good. So everybody was happy then? Yeah, everybody was happy, but one problem though. My brother-in-law was keeping me company on the grill. Oh, God. You know where this is going, right? (laughs) He was trying to give me pointers. Uh, Kind of telling me how it's supposed to be done, you know? Ah, so you got one of those brother-in-laws, huh? No, no, he's a great guy, don't get me wrong. But when you come to my house, I'm grilling, not you. So what was he doing exactly? Ma, he was telling me how to position the steaks properly on the grill, how much heat to use, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, who is this guy, Bobby Flay? I know. So when they were eating, everyone was complimenting the steaks because they were so big and huge and they tasted so good, they were perfect. And I couldn't even enjoy the compliment. Yeah, you had to share the compliments with Guy Fieri. No satisfaction. Yeah, see, that shit simply wouldn't happen at Casa Cicerelli. Why, you tell the brother-in-law off, right? Well, luckily my brother-in-law's a beta male. You know, he's like half a man. Yeah. So he wouldn't dare give me grill tips, you know? But if he did, if suddenly he grew up there and started giving me grilling pointers... Yeah? I'd get right in his face right away. Because I don't want to share compliments, you know? Hey, sure. I mean, that's the whole point of grilling, you know? To get the goddamn compliments at the end of the day. You're right. Hey, uh, where'd you get that shirt from? This? Is that the new uh, fire hoodie? Yeah, you like it? Yeah, it's nice. You see the new fire jersey? The dark blue one? Yeah, I did. I, I forgot what it looks like. Oh, it's a nice one. They did a nice job. Oh, hold, hold on, let me look it up. I like it. It's kind of retro. MLS.com, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, here we go. Oh, Pride Week. Oh, is it me? Or is every week Pride Week lately? Huh? 
It seems like every week is a new version of Pride Week in sports. Uh, the rainbow's taking over every sport. Bubby. I mean, look, I got no problem with Pride. I actually think it's a great thing. Mm. So don't twist my freaking words. But if Pride Week turns out to be 52 weeks a year, they should call it Pride Year, no? Hold on, let me see. It's not Pride Week, it's Pride Month. It ain't a month, dude. It's I see it all year long. Uh, so what if it's a month long or a year long? So what? Because cause you're diluting the meaning of pride. That's all I'm saying. If St. Patrick's Day was every other month, I'd be sick of the Irish too, no? Ah. I already can't stand the Irish, but you know what I'm saying. I don't know, Bobby. And what about the rainbow? What about the rainbow? Well, does the rainbow know it's gay? Oh my god, you gotta stop. What? I'm just trying to make <sighs> jokes, man. I'm trying Jesus. to be comical. Does the rainbow know it's gay? Jesus, man. Yeah, it's a good question, though. No? Uh, can we move on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway. I kind of like this blue fire jersey with the thin red stripes. It's kind of retro, you know? Yeah, yeah. I like it. What do you think about the logo? Yeah, most of the fans are talking crap about this logo. Eh. I don't, I don't like it either. Yeah. I don't like it. If the Chicago Fire becomes a winning team, they're going to love this logo. Believe me. I don't like it. But who gives a shit? We got more important things to talk about. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I got a good soccer topic for you, finally. Oh, good. Yeah, I want to pick your brain about something. Well, then pick away. Well, last month, the Chicago Fire announced that five Academy kids signed professional contracts with the club. Unbelievable. Two U16s and three U17s signed professional contracts with the Fire. All on the same week. Yeah, a dream come true for these kids. You believe that? Ma, what can you say? It's an amazing moment for these players, for their families. I mean, I cannot even imagine. Yeah, it's amazing, right? So I sent a text out to a bunch of my friends telling them the crazy news, right? Yeah. And these guys, they just left a bad taste in my mouth, man. Why? They basically badmouthed the kids, said it was a bad idea to sign a professional contract because huh. they're going to lose their scholarships and, you know, basically talking crap about 16, 17-year-old kids. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It's like they're wishing them bad. They're a bunch of haters. So I didn't even think about that. I was just happy for these kids, you know? It's like these assholes are wishing the kids the malacas, you know? Yeah, the malocchio. Yeah, they're giving them the evil eyes. Matt, you're always going to have people like that out there, man. Nothing you can do. I mean, you sign a professional contract. You think people are going to be freaking happy for you, you know? And they're talking crap about you. Uh, if you do anything in life based on what other people think... Forget it. You're going to fail. I know. So get that out of your head. Well, that leads to the obvious question. What? All right. Hypothetical. So next year, your kid gets approached by a professional soccer club. MLS. Next year? They offer your kid a two-year contract. 16 years of age. Hmm. League minimum. Like 60, 65,000. Wow. What do you do? My God, that's a tough question. But first of all, it would not be my decision. Yeah, sure. It would be my son's decision. Well, you'd have some input, dude. Yeah. This ain't a TV show. This ain't happy days, all right? This is real life. Okay. Just be honest. What should your kid do? <sighs> you know, what's the right thing to do? Oh, there is no right thing to do. Christ. Either choice can be the right choice or the wrong choice. I have no idea why I ever asked you to do this goddamn podcast. What? You turn a simple hypothetical question into okay, existential okay. philosophy. Well, I'm trying to actually answer your question, asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to say some stupid bullshit response off the top of my head. 
This ain't Sophie's choice, dude. Just pick a goddamn side. It's a hypothetical. Okay, if it was me, if I was the kid who got offered the professional contract, yeah, go ahead. If that's the way you want to answer it, fine. Knowing what I know now, fine. With the current state of the universities in this country, god damn it, dude. Answer a goddamn question. I would sign a pro contract. No hesitation. Huh. No hesitation? No hesitation. Well, that's not what I was expecting. Why? What did you think I was going to say? Well, I thought, obviously, since you're Mr. Education is everything, that for sure you would pick college. Well... Especially the fact that you came here from Italy at 18 years of age to go to college instead of trying your luck to make it in Italy as a professional. Yeah. You make no freaking sense. But I was never offered a contract. Dude, you were a real deal freaking soccer player. Ah. It was a matter of time before some pro club scooped you up. I don't know. At least a B-division team. Come on. Don't kid yourself. It's not easy to play Serie B in Italy, man. Please, eventually you would have made it. Maybe. So why now would you risk college eligibility to sign a professional contract at 16 years of age when you know nothing is sure in this world? Echo. Nothing is sure in this world. Nothing. Yeah, so when his contract is up, they might not re-sign him. Then he's on the streets. Yeah, and he'll be a former professional soccer player. That's not bad. Yeah, but then he misses out on college. Ma, he could go to college anytime he wants to. Yeah, but no scholarship. Oh, stronzo. You ask me to pick. College or pro. I pick, and now you scream at me? I'm yelling at you because you're acting like it's a no-freaking-brainer. No. It ain't a one-two-three decision, dude. That's all I'm saying. Ma, you have to pick one or the other. Once you pick, you go. 100%. And that's all. All right, fine. So you would encourage your kid to sign the pro contract? No, I did not say that. I would encourage my kid to do what he thinks is best for him. Yeah. I'm saying if I was a 17-year-old kid, knowing what I know now, I would go the professional route. Why? Because if he has the professional contract in his hand, it's a dream come true, no? Uh, You gotta take the chance. Well, I would have said the exact same thing. But my so-called friends, they got in my head. I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, then you're mentally weak. You think so? Of course you are. Ma, if you're going to let a bunch of idiots dictate what you're going to do or what your kid's going to do with his life, ma, you are weak. God damn it, I hate when you're right, man. You act like you're such a tough guy. All right, all right, all righty. And you can handle a text stream with your friends? Come on. You're right, okay? How many times do I need to say it? I hope those kids have a long career in professional soccer so they can shove it up those guys' ass. Yeah, you and me both, bro. Ma, what kind of friends do you have, anyway? Oh, on this tech stream, I've known them since I'm 13, 14 years old. These are guys that peaked in high school, like Chuck, you know? Oh, nothing you can do. There's always gonna be people like this. Dude, imagine if you could do it all over again. Yeah. What your life would be like if you were a retired professional soccer player right now? Oh, my God. Can you imagine? My wife would... Wife? If you're a former professional soccer player, you think you'd have a wife? Ma, are you 14 years old or 44 years old? Uh... I'm a former professional soccer player. That's what I am. Yeah. And I ain't gonna have a freaking wife. Okay. I'm living a vida loca, bro. God, so how long do you think it's gonna last? Hey, you're 44 years old now. What do you mean? You'd get married if you were a pro soccer player? Are you asking me for real? Yeah. Ma, if I was a professional, I'd either get married really early or really late. What do you mean really early? Like 21 or 22 years old. Oh, you are a moron. Or else I would wait till the end of my career. I don't get it. 
why would you do either or? Well, if you get married really early, it grounds you so you can concentrate on soccer, not all this other bullshit. You call picking up girls bullshit? Yeah, or else you stay single till late in your career. Makes a little more sense. Like 31, 32 years old. Yeah, what if you find the right girl at 26? <sighs> what, you're gonna tell her she's gotta wait until your career's over? Nah, you're a pain in the ass, man. I'm just saying go all in or all out. No in between. You gotta go all in, dude. <sighs> There's too many freaking options. Options? What do you mean? You can't get married. What? That's the whole point of becoming a professional soccer player. To not get married. <laughs> the bottom line is this. A professional athlete is a goddamn lion. Oh. Marriage is for sheep. So so you would never get married? Maybe. Maybe when I'm 60 years of age, find a nice 25-year-old. 60 years old. Pop a couple kids out. Come on. Doesn't sound so bad. You want to be like Gianluca Vacchi? Yeah, yeah, like Gianluca Vacchi. Minus the tattoos and all the dancing. I would be the same person I am today. Just a little bit richer, that's all. Yeah, yeah, okay. What? You'd still come home to your Polak wife? House in total disarray? Idiot. You kidding me? Like professional soccer players fold laundry when they get home, right? Okay, maybe I wouldn't fold as much laundry. But I wouldn't change too much. Yeah, everything the same. You think former professional soccer players do the dishes when they get home? Huh? Please. Well, I guess some things would be different. If you were a pro, your wife would be on her best behavior. She'd have the house spotless. Had dinner on the table as soon as you walked in the house. Why do you say that? Because she wouldn't want to lose you. Oh. Think about it. A former professional athlete is sought after. What are you saying? I'm not sought after? You? Nobody's knocking on your door, pal. You ain't going nowhere and she knows it. She's Polish, but she ain't stupid. I don't think so. I don't think my wife would treat me that much differently if I was a former pro, okay? Yeah, you are dumber than I thought. Yeah. First off, your wife would have a leash around you. You wouldn't leave her sight. Nah. Former pro soccer player, women be throwing themselves at you. Yeah, sure. You think she'd be okay with that? Please. She has no reason to worry about me. Yeah? Chris Rock said it best. You're only as faithful as your actions, dude. And you ain't the Buddha. Now, how do we get in this conversation anyway? Look, you don't have the professional mentality. There's a reason why you never made it. Yeah, look who's talking, Mr. Professional, huh? I did a lot with what God gave me, dude. Don't kid yourself. Sure. It all goes back to last week's conversation. Huh? What conversation? The Gabadost conversation. Ma, it's Capotosta. Yeah, yeah, you know how to say it, but you don't know what it means to be a Gabadost. And that's why you never went anywhere in life. I'm Calabrese, asshole. I know what it means to be a capotosta. Yeah. In Gia Familia Mia, tutti sono capotosti. Huh? It means you are hard-headed. Yeah, and that ain't you. I chose not to be hard-headed. You're from Calabria, dude. That's what you people are known for. Yes, that's a stereotype. I'm trying to break that stereotype. Well, I'm trying to explain to you... That that stereotype could have helped you out immensely in life. Being hard-headed could have helped me out in life. Immensely. How? College education behind you and you don't know nothing, bro. Okay, genius. Well, then explain. You know what I love, dude? I love irony. You're a Calabrese. You people are known for being hard-headed. And you've done everything you could not to be hard-headed. And guess what? The only reason you didn't make it in life is because you're not a Gabadost. That's irony. Yeah, I didn't make it in life. I'm married.
Congratulations. I have three kids. I live in a beautiful house. I make good money. Yeah, but you could have been a contender, bro. You could have been in the arena, and you didn't do it, and it eats you up inside. What are you talking about? It doesn't eat me up inside. Well, it should. It should eat you up inside. Tu sino strunzo. I'm very happy with my life, okay? Yeah, well, that makes one of us. Ha, now the truth comes out. You're the one who's living with regret, not me. Regrets? I had a few. You're like El Bandi from Married with Children, Mr. Allstate. That's right. Peaked in high school like Chuck. Yeah, well, at least I peaked. Huh? I may have peaked in high school, but at least I peaked. You are a, you are a mental patient. A- anyway, this ain't about me. This is about you. Why? Why is this about me? Let me ask you something. Why didn't you pursue playing soccer in Italy? Uh, I don't know, because I wasn't good enough. How do you know you weren't good enough? Because I went to a couple tryouts, and I didn't get picked. Well, how many tryouts did you go to? Uh, two. Two. Two tryouts. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. And then what? Then what? Then you just gave up? No, I didn't give up. I came to America to play soccer at the university. Yeah, you gave up. Yeah, if you say so. Let's get this straight. Uh... You got two no's, and you gave up trying to become a professional soccer player. Well... You see, that's my point. You took no for an answer. You're a pain in the ass. You gave up. The opposite of a gabadost. I didn't just give up. Calabrese people are known for not taking no for an answer. Listen, that's just a stereotype. And that's not a compliment. No, that's how you decide to take it. I actually think it's a great quality. People say that to make fun of us. Like we are stupid donkeys. Not donkeys. Mules. Okay, same thing. Okay, okay. Who's your favorite Calabrese soccer player of all time? You already know. Rino Gattuso. Yeah, of course he's your favorite. That dude is Calabrese through and through. Yeah, he was an animal. No technical ability whatsoever. Could barely pass the ball from here to there. Ma, don't exaggeration. In my opinion, he was probably the most important player on that Milan team. That's debatable, but... Gattuso? That guy was a freaking warrior. Never gave up. Never. You know how many tryouts that guy had to go through before a team picked him? I don't know. More than two? Hundreds. Hundreds. How do you know? And he didn't stop till he got a yes. Okay, good for him. And remember something. You could get a million no's, but all you need is one yes. Listen, man. I don't know why you're going on and on about being a capo tosta with me. <sighs> huh? I don't need to hear this shit. This ain't for you, dude. <sighs> I'm trying to explain to the listeners that being hard-headed, never taking no for an answer until you finally get your way, it ain't such a bad thing. Regardless of what they say. Who's they? They're telling you not to be hard-headed. They. To be open to everything. Everybody's a goddamn snowflake. I don't know who you're talking about. We're the men. Huh? We're the goddamn men. I'll tell you where they are. They're gone. Whatever you say, man. Now you freaking piss me off. My God, you really are hard-headed, you know that? Yeah, and I'm only 25% Calabrese. Yeah, you're 25% Calabrese, but you're 100% Capotosta. Oh, thanks, man. Listen, I agree with you. Of course there are times when being Capotosta is useful. If you're going for a long shot like becoming an elite athlete or an artist or opening up a new business, being a Capotosta is a good quality to have. Yeah. In that environment, I recommend not listening to anyone who tells you to play it safe. In what environment? When it's a long shot. 
If you have a passion, go for it. Oh, yeah. Especially when you're young, because you'll have plenty of time to make up for it if you fail. Uh-huh. As you get older, maybe it starts to make more sense to play it a little safer, no? Yeah. But when you're young, especially before you're 30, take big risks. Go for something big. Exactly. But you have to go 100%. You gotta dedicate your whole life to it. Because if it's a long shot and you go half-ass, it's never gonna happen. See? I knew I'd convince you. You didn't convince me of shit. Yeah. I knew this already. Sure you did. Like, for example, those boys who signed professional contracts. That's not the end. Yep. That's only the beginning. Now they gotta really bust their ass for the next 10, 12 years. No messing around. Well, they can mess around a little. A little, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Man, now I got a taste for T-bone steak. Oh, yeah? Then I'll have my brother-in-law come over and teach you how to cook it. Yeah, do that. (laughs) Send them. Let's see how that turns out. Okay. Gonna tell me how to cook a T-bone? Yeah, okay, I'll send him. So you had your parents over and your in-laws? Yeah. They get along? Polacks and Italians? Yeah, they get along fine. Huh. Probably better than me and my wife. (laughs) I just make sure I have the right alcohol and everybody's happy. Oh, yeah? Wine for my dad and vodka for my father-in-law. They're big drinkers, huh? No. But but how do they communicate? My father speaks a little English, and so does my father-in-law. Yeah, and I guess with a little alcohol, everything makes more sense. That's true. Well, that's good that those two get along. Yeah, thank God. Because my father and my father-in-law, they don't get along for shit. Oh, no? But they're both Italian, no? Yeah, they're, they're always one-upping each other. Like, my father was born here... So my father-in-law rips on him, says he's not Italian. You know? Oh. Calls him American. Oh, shit. Yeah, my father-in-law's barres, so he thinks his shit doesn't stink, you know? Oh, he's barres? Yeah, I know. So your kids are half barres? Don't ever bring that up again. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. The guy's a know-it-all, just like his freaking dadder. Hmm. They're two peas in a pad. Oh, that sucks that they don't get along. But... You know, I gotta, I gotta say, he, he makes a great supersad. Supersata? Your father-in-law makes good supersata? Oh, yeah, phenomenal. Phenomenal supersad. Ma, I gotta try it. Yeah, you do. But his people usually don't make supersata. Yeah, you know what? That's what my father says, too. Huh. My father doesn't think he's making it himself. Yeah, because that's a calabrese thing. You know what? I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. Be careful, man. You don't want to cause a war over supersata. Yeah, you're probably right. Well, 4th of July's coming up. What do you got going on? We're going to have a picnic. Why don't you guys come over? Yeah, we'll see. Are are we going to wrap this up or what? Sure, let's wrap it up. You've been listening to the Life of Sacker podcast with me, Babby. Cicerelli. And me, Mancuso. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and tell your friends about us. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're signing off. Ciao, 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 ciao.